Namaste. You're listening to a catalyst for your moments of mindfulness today. Hello, and welcome back to my podcast. In every mini-sode, I discuss everyday mindfulness topics and practices and reconnect you with your breath with a guided meditation at the end of every segment. So, thank you for being here with me today. And if you're new here, welcome. I look forward to guiding you closer to your heart center in this mini-sode. Today, I'll be discussing what it means to reclaim sovereignty over our self. Now, this may seem like a mouthful and maybe a little complex or intimidating, starting with the word sovereignty. What comes to mind when you hear this word? Perhaps you've heard it in regards to political situations, as it regards to power or supreme judgment. Let's park those ideas to the back of your mind and entertain another meaning of the word sovereignty as it pertains to ourselves. That being our ability to be self-governing, self-determined, or independent. To reclaim sovereignty over our own self means to reconnect with our true essence, to show up in the way that we are meant to in this world, and connect, honor, and accept all the things that makes you, you, and me, me. This is a lifelong journey for many of us. And for some of us, we may not even be able to do this in our lifetime and we come back to work at it again. After all, our souls always remember. And so a big part of my journey in this lifetime is reconnecting to that essence of my soul. I'm here to do the hard work and I have been doing it. Lots of shadow work as in addressing the parts of myself that I have suppressed, buried, also known as all the parts of myself that I used to project onto people. And so I'm here to heal that, to bring it up, to go through those murky waters, ask the questions, why, how, where did this all come from? And then alchemize that in to my purpose, because by embodying all those shadow sides, all those suppressed sides, all those things that I buried by now bringing them up, working through them, healing through them, and then integrating them into my existence. This is how I reach wholeness. And so this is the journey that I'm on. And by no ways do I think that I am 100% healed. That is not the goal in our lives. And that is quite honestly, not possible. Because again, our soul always remembers. So we are constantly integrating and remembering things from past lifetimes as well. So all that we can do is do the work to our best of our abilities in this lifetime to reach our optimal state of wholeness as best as we can. At least that's what I'm here to do. And that's what I'm here to inspire and guide you to do as well. I came across a beautiful definition of the phrase spiritual sovereignty from Sylvia Salo, which reads, Stepping into your sovereignty will dramatically change your life and enhance your ascension process. Spiritual sovereignty means claiming your spiritual energy and power and use them to explore your divinity and your sacred relationship with life. By the way, it is 444, 444 as I read this message to you. So... It is truly divinely guided and channeled just for your ears. Our spiritual journey is a deep remembrance. Our remembrance of who we are, 
our soul journeys, and that the universe, God, spirit, source, whatever you may call it, whatever you may believe in, exists right within ourselves. And it's important to remember that we each have a unique soul purpose and a unique soul. That's why we are all different from each other. And that's what makes the world go round. I hope you always remember that you are uniquely you and that is your power. You do the world a disservice by shaming or suppressing your inner essence because that is truly the magic that we are all waiting for. I feel strongly about this because I experienced this prior to launching my podcast. I questioned so much in my life and I went into a little bit more detail on how I came about to start my podcast, both in my very first mini-sode and also the previous mini-sode, number 109. And when I questioned and believed that there was more to my life journey than meets the eye than I've lived so far, that's when I started to branch out and experiment with new things, including podcasting. And when I realized the impact that this podcast, that my voice has had on so many people around the world and in my inner circle, that's when I knew I'm onto something special. (laughs) And it truly is a gift to just speak from my heart and embody all that I am. And so that's why I feel so passionate about this journey. And that's why I can now be in this place and realize that this journey to reclaiming sovereignty over ourselves takes many different forms and there's many different layers to it and we each approach us in a different way and this minisode isn't meant to force you or tell you that this is the thing that you have to do in your life not by no means am I recording this to tell you this is exactly what you have to do but rather sharing my own journey to reclaiming sovereignty over my own self at least that's what I call it (laughs) And also sharing a bit of how I did it in hopes that it inspires you. And the way that you would know that you connect to this is if you yourself have been tapping into these parts that you've suppressed before and you're wondering how to kind of move forward with this and you have found information. I believe it starts with first acknowledging that there are parts of you that you have suppressed and it's showing up for you in different areas of your life. And your curiosity will then lead you to diving deep into those areas. And I highly recommend you seek professional assistance in going into this because it could be heavy. And then once you explore those parts of yourself, you then begin to integrate it. So that's now stepping into this new version of yourself to bring all that suppressed things and emotions and experiences up and make them part of who you are, own them. And then from this place of a little bit more wholeness, you then engage in new experiences with this newfound sense of self. And it's from here that we begin to reclaim sovereignty over ourselves because we have a such a deeper, better understanding of ourselves. And so this is what I'll share with you because I realized that there was quite a few things that I did this year alone to reclaim my own sovereignty. At the beginning of this year, I was heavily in that very dark, murky, deep waters where I was projecting upon the people closest to me. And I had really no sense of direction really in my life. I couldn't see it anymore. And so I really desperately needed that zoom out lens. And so I sought the help 
that I needed to dive deep into these topics. And what came up for me was healing my mother and father wounds. Parents are our first teachers in this lifetime. They are our first imprints, our first impressions of the world. They teach us right from wrong. And they play such a huge role in our upbringing and shaping the people that we are well into our adult life even. But there comes a point where we begin to question. We want to break free. And for me, I never truly had a rebellion phase. I mean, if my mom's listening to this, she might choose to differ, but deep down she knows. <laughs> and so when these things were coming up for me to heal, it was really things that I had suppressed for decades because my life started to change and take shape and not in a very traditional childhood from this age of, well, maybe since birth. <laughs> and so proactively healing these mother and father wounds was a big part of the beginning of this year for me. And so between the months of January to about April, I was in a deep hibernation stage. My friends hardly saw me. I hardly reached out to people and I was often falling sick as well. And when we purge a lot of things from our body or need to purge a lot of things from our body, it sometimes manifests as sickness, like cold symptoms, in rare cases, maybe vomiting. All of these things may happen because it's the way our bodies choose to communicate with us that we need to let something go or we are letting things go. And so as the season started to turn and the weather started to get warmer here in Toronto, I need a change. And so within a week, I got my nails done. I booked an appointment with my dear friend who's a hairstylist and I colored my hair with a balayage for the first time ever. And I told her my vision for what I wanted. And I said that I feel like a brand new person and I want a hairstyle to match. And so she took seven hours with her meticulous work and we made it happen. And I'm the kind of person who needs a physical change to reflect a big inner change. So when I was in this next stage of integrating these experiences, all that I've suppressed, having a new hairstyle was the reflection of that work that I did. Throughout the summer months, something else that I did was just being open to trying new things, new restaurants, new experiences, and something that I love to do was going to new fitness studios or classes in the downtown area of Toronto. With this, I also spent time in different communities that fed different aspects of myself. So this was really important because we are multidimensional human beings and we are so worthy of exploring each of these facets of ourselves. So I had a yoga community, a microdosing community, healing circles, even going out dancing and to the gym. And in every one of these areas brought out a different aspect of myself that I was able to explore safely. And of course, as a listener of my podcast, you know how integral traveling is in my life. And so with a dear friend of mine, I was able to visit my hometown, New York City, with an open mind to heal. And you would have heard about this experience where I healed a major childhood wound in my season two finale episode. So definitely go back and check that out if it sounds interesting to you. And of course, from my season three premiere, you learned about my adventure solo traveling to my dream destination of Hawaii. Through travel, I'd rediscover so much of myself and it is the perfect way for me to integrate. 
Later on in the summer, I also moved into my dream condo for myself, by myself. So this was a huge step in reclaiming myself. Through all of these experiences so far, and for the majority of this year, I've spent so much time by myself, troubleshooting on my own, daydreaming on my own, grocery shopping on my own, so much time getting to know myself and dating myself. And I was never bored <laughs> because we are truly each so interesting when we take the time and give ourselves the space to explore ourselves. It can be scary. And I understand it's not for everyone, but if you have that curiosity within you, I strongly encourage you to follow it. Physical changes are a great marker of internal changes in our life, which is why people are drawn to tattoos, to piercings, and I've done them both. This year alone, I had two new tattoos done in honor of different phases of my growth. One to honor my divine feminine and honor the dream trip that I took to Hawaii, and another to honor my inner child. I also got a third ear piercing done, and this one was coming from a place of always wanting this piercing and asking myself, what is really stopping me from getting this done? And the answer was fear. And feeling into that and acknowledging that fear and then going ahead and overcoming it is the experience I needed. And so again, it's tapping into another part of myself. And most recently in November, something that was totally unplanned at the beginning of this year was a visit and reconnection with my motherland, Guyana. This was truly a sacred reminder of my roots and who I am. So. Throughout all these experiences, th there was a wide variety from physical changes to change in environments, to traveling, to connecting with new people. But overall, it was done with the intention and being mindful of reconnecting with myself, of reclaiming sovereignty over myself. And of course, there were mistakes made along the way. There were some hiccups. I lost some people along the way, but also found rediscovered a lot more as well. And that's just the journey of life. So when we reclaim sovereignty over ourselves, it can feel as though we missed out on huge chunks of our life, typically from whenever we felt suppressed or silenced. So it was easy for me to feel like I quote unquote missed out from a lot of experiences. A good chunk of it being teenage years where in North America you typically have experiences with boys, stay out late, dye your hair, get tattoos and piercings. But I didn't have any of these experiences until I gifted them to myself later on. So now I'm in a more sensible place. Not everything aligns with me, but the ones that do, I'm sure to give them to myself. This is why I believe it's so unfair when we judge people for being a certain age and doing said thing. Like, for example, you are 50 years old. Why don't you know any better? Doesn't that seem so unfair, given everything we've just talked about? We each go at our own pace and have our own time to shine. It's important to respect that and honor that in yourself. Know that you are so deserving of the life that you dreamed of and all the fragments of your imagination that you wish to make a reality. Remember that everything you have to this day, you made this happen. Whether it's good, bad, or indifferent, 
It's all part of your journey. And the sooner that we begin to own that and honor that, the sooner we can move forward and continue to blossom into everything that we are meant to be. We need these diverse ranges of experiences to test our resilience. After all, you never know what you're capable of until you try. So go out there and reclaim your sovereignty. I invite you now to take a moment of mindfulness with me and tune in to your body. And we do so by tuning in to our breath. Deeply inhale through the nose. Exhale through the mouth. Once more, inhale through the nose. Exhale through the mouth. (sighs) Sighing it out, letting it go so that you may drop into this present moment here with every breath, deeply inhaling through the nose. Exhale completely, allowing yourself to be free in this moment. Allowing it all to drift away and coming back to the gentle inhalations and exhalations of your breath. From this place of stillness, I invite you to think about a time where you felt like you were standing in your true power, where you were confident, where you were owning it, and where your chin was held up high, your shoulders were rolled back and your feet were planted firmly into the ground. And your voice was stable and strong as you speak directly from your root chakra. And if a specific memory doesn't come to mind, I invite you to envision this right now. You and your present day self standing in all your strength and glory. How does it feel? Where are you standing? Who is around you? What is the weather like? Paint this picture as bright as you can. What what is it that you were taking a stand for? Visualize yourself in the brightest golden light, the color of the sun, the color of your solar plexus, Manipura Chakra, your root, your Muladhara Chakra. And take this light that is shining upon you and bring it in to your heart center and in to your abdomen, right at your Manipura Chakra. Allow this light to illuminate your entire being and shine outwards like sun rays, illuminating 
everyone and the entire space around you because this is the truth of who you are. A beautiful golden light, a beautiful ray of sunshine, and a strong, resilient, and vibrant soul. May you remember this in every interaction that you have, in every person that you meet, in every conversation that you keep. And may this reignite the spark within you to continue your journey into rediscovering yourself, honoring yourself, and reclaiming sovereignty over yourself. I invite you to imprint this visualization into your heart, into your mind, into your body, and keep it with you as you go about your day, your week, and your life. And I invite you to come back to this podcast segment anytime you need this reminder. And please feel free to be in touch with me should you be seeking someone to walk alongside you in your journey. All of my contact information is in the show notes below. As you bring your awareness back to center, back to your surroundings, gently opening up the eyes and keeping your entire self illuminated. I wish you a wonderful week ahead. Thank you for tuning in with me today. Namaste. If you enjoyed this mini-sode, please leave a five-star rating on the platform you're using to listen or on my Facebook page at Catalyst by Kaylin. And please continue to share this podcast with those who you believe can benefit from a few moments of mindfulness today. Thank you.